love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. We're so happy to have you here. There's plenty of room on the couch. Yeah, I sure hope so. Uh, I am the Faceless Leon, and uh, yeah, I take up some room on this couch, but I hope there's space for you. There's still plenty all, of space. You're, you're amorphous. You can you can move to accommodate of you that are listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're so proud. <laughs> Specifically, George. George, you can't forget George. Yes. George, uh, yeah. we love that you love us um but you can yeah, show us a you, little george. bit more love by going down to yeah. patreon.com slash green and faceless george yeah uh george Fucker's is not, not a in fucking patron out, actually just it's okay it's okay to be a casual listener we do yeah. not mind at all if you're just wanting to join us on the couch here and you don't want to subscribe to our patreon.com slash green and faceless that's totally fine <laughs> but george george what the fuck on. buddy Every day, every day you're on every my time. phone, on my ass, yeah. saying, why wasn't there an episode mm-hmm. last week? Well, I'll tell you why. Come on, guys. <laughs> I want to sit on the couch. Yeah. Why, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why wasn't there an episode last week, guys? <laughs> Come over. Oh, by the way, I'm a faceless Leon. I don't think I said that this time around. And this is a podcast about films and TV called Green and Faceless on the Couch. And last week, almost to the day, I <laughs> hit my head and concussed myself uh it it's you know it was kind of felt like a a very me kind of accident because like i wasn't (laughs) doing anything particularly stupid i was walking in an area that i always walk in but i decided to check if the thing that i had in my hand was the right thing before i left the area right and i walked right into this air conditioning duct that is right at my head level. And, and, and I say right oh, into it, so but it, it hit me flat in the side of the head. And, and oh. yeah. Um, and but, you fell. And I fell. I did fall. I didn't pass out, but I fell. When the initial pain went away, I got up, I went back to work, and then I got on stage, and the stage lights hit me, and I was like, I feel nauseous as hell. And Damn. Yeah, kind of spiraled from there. But by chance, is there video footage? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know that for as much expensive stuff that we have there, they do not have that grade of security. And definitely no cameras. And I was oh, the only man. one. Where, in the where exactly is nobody? <laughs> nobody saw this. This was just. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine if I did pass out. Like, ah, oh, yeah, that'd be scary. Yeah, yeah. I think about that a lot. I look back at past events that stupidities that I've done and been like, "Man, you're fucking stupid." Like, I I used to jump off of the. Um, our, our video tech booth back in high school because oh I did God. what you did. Yeah. I did what you do now for a job. I did for free in high school. <laughs> um, and yeah, we our booth, you know, it was probably 12 feet up in the air. And to fix lights and mics and stuff down on the stage, I would just hang over the side and drop down. <laughs> and now I'm just like, you fucking moron. Like, if, if you were by yourself and right. broke your ankle or yeah. your knee or whatever you would have been screaming in there for about an hour until right. somebody came or to look even, for you you know you could even have like 
landed on your legs hard, fallen back, and cracked your head. Like, yeah, something. That would have been awful. Yeah. I was stupid. I went fucking dog sitting for my, my cousin once. And, you know, like, I was feeding the dogs and the cats, and then they had a trampoline outside, and I was just like, well, I'm going to go play on the trampoline. <laughs> if I had broken my fucking leg, I was by myself in the country <laughs> with no cell phones at I the time. I do love trampolines, <laughs> and I did almost break my leg on our childhood oh. trampoline because uh, I decided to, as I always had, run off of it to go, you know, do whatever else I wanted to do. And I missed the bar and my leg went in between the springs and I fell forward like schmack, like so that my legs were then higher than my face. And uh, I scraped a big chunk of uh, skin off of my shin. And uh, my my stepmom at the time, she's no longer my stepmom. She was in medicine technically. So, you know, she was looking at it and <laughs> she was a she physical therapist. She was a physical oh, therapist. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the hell does that technically mean? <laughs> Anyhow, she looked at it and she said, we'll put a bandage on it. It's probably fine. And I said, okay, but what's that white part? And she said, it's, you know, it's probably fine. It's just, you know, bottom layer skin, whatever. Years later... <laughs> She, t- I, I was telling the story to somebody, and she said, "Yeah, that was probably your bone." And I was like, "What? <laughs> what? Oh my god!" It's <laughs> like you didn't take no me way. to the hospital or anything. She's oh like, it my was god! Just, you just scraped your skin off. It's just skin there. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I was gonna say at least she put a bandage on it. You know that was yeah. better than what my dad did. But in <laughs> retrospect, it, you know it's not that much bad because I, I didn't have bone showing. So yeah. <laughs> um, no, I I uh, ran to the stage one time and I tried to jump up onto the stage and we had a hard wooden corner like uh, the edge of the stage was a hard wooden rim and very sharp on the edge uh, and my shin bashed right into it and gashed my shin open. And I was just like, oh, I'm fine. It's okay. I don't need stitches. I went home, you know, later we put, well, you know, I put bandages on it at, at school, went home and my dad was just like, well, we have Gorilla Glue. So he me Gorilla Glue my shin together and I still have a divot and a scar there. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I should have gotten stitches, but hey, the Gorilla Glue, it God. held up, man. It really did the trick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we are here to talk about movies, as we usually do. You still recording? Uh, I am still recording. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I don't know if we got farther than this point or not, but, uh, I don't know what happened. No, like, not really. It, it showed that it was recording, and then it wasn't. Uh, but anyhow. There's a ghost in the machine. There's a ghost in the machine. Gremlins. Alright, so we are talking... Uh, uh, we're doing a Black History Month episode, which we yes. have done in years past. And the first thing that we usually say is that uh, we're we're very white, and we and we know that we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here we are talking about two heroes. Uh, that yes. Yeah, we are very excited uh, to say that these two people did everything in their power to not be violent in the way that they were helping yeah uh the movement 
and I think that's honorable. But at the same time, like I, I also recognize the merits of like say the Black Panther movement or the Chicanos or anything like that. Yeah, we've the episodes we've done in the past, they've seemed more violent than these yes. two, and it's like that violence is is definitely you know necessary and important to remember because it obviously happened, shouldn't be forgotten. And I think it does a lot to to show the horrors and tragedies of of our past. But it it is nice to know that the two biopics that we're talking today are they they still have some violent moments and they definitely yes. still show discrimination in in the society. Right. But there's a lot less focus on the the violence of the times and more focus on the these two characters. The good things that they achieved. Yeah. I like that. First we're going to talk about Marshall and then uh after that we'll talk about the new film Rustin and uh yes. so here we are 2017 Marshall Thurgood. Uh Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> is there a singer named Marshall <laughs> Thoroughgood? Or am I just thinking of George? Uh, <laughs> Dr. Feelgood. Hey, George. <laughs> no, uh, I thought there was George a Thoroughbred. <laughs> is it Thoroughbred? It's not Thoroughgood? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm not from the 70s, so I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We're talking Marshall Thurgood. Damn it, I did it too. We're talking Thurgood Marshall here, here played by Chadwick Boseman. Uh, a, a very quiet, more calm, pronounced rule. Yeah. Um, not not his. I will say up front, not his like greatest rule ever, but still a great rule. Very good. Um, as always. But I went into this movie with new knowledge. I didn't watch any trailer. I don't know how, you know, I missed it in 2017. Right. Are you shaking your head because you're out of water? No. <laughs> or are you just shaking? I, I, oh, okay. I, I, I guess just, I was <laughs> active listening, but they can't see me shake my head. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> you just, you took a swig of water and then you just started shaking your head like, damn it, I forgot to fill my water. <laughs> but no, uh, I went into this movie. I, I, I thought it was a biopic on Thurgood Marshall. I was very excited. I, I, I think at the time in 2017, I think I thought it was a sequel to We Are Marshall. Um, <laughs> thankfully, it's not. Um, I think, honestly, I feel like that's why it went under my radar. It's just because I was just like, I saw I it and immediately thought. About that movie is Stickers on Helmets. That's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I remember it's like a football movie, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That's it's, it. a, it's a football yeah. movie. I guess I remember yeah, that, and that it too. <laughs> yeah, I, I got none. But, like, it, it, I, for whatever reason, I saw Marshall, and I think I just thought of that movie instantly. I was like, I'm not interested in a sports yeah. movie, so I didn't see this movie. But, no, I, when we talked about it, you, you recommended it for our Black History Month episode. And I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. I like, you know, I want to I want to learn more about Thurgood Marshall. I don't know enough about him other than, you know, first African-American member on the Supreme Court. Also, Chadwick Boseman. I mean... Yeah. yeah, Chadwick Boseman sells it. That's great. I fucking love it. It's not a biopic. It is not about the legacy or or all the amazing actions of this man. You know, it doesn't cover a lot of the the many things that he did. It covers right. one single case that he um was uh was the lawyer in, and that is the case of the state of Connecticut versus Joseph Spell. Uh, Joseph Spell, here played by, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. 
Joseph Bell is accused of raping and attempting to murder his employer, Eleanor Strubing, played by Kate Hudson. And I did not realize, I mentioned this the first time we recorded, that I didn't recognize that it was Kate Hudson. So I'm sorry, Kate. You were great. Yeah. Kate, Kate did a good job of being this yeah. white woman. Bitch. i mean (laughs) am i wrong (laughs) basically what happened is uh um uh, joseph spell was the chauffeur uh for the strubings and kate hudson uh sorry eleanor strubing told the police that he raped her and then tried to throw her off of a bridge. Well, succeeded to throw her off of a bridge right. to kill her. And he is arrested for this attempted murder and for the rape. And Thurgood Marshall, an NAACP lawyer, is flown in because he is specifically focusing on uh, cases that target black people for their, you know, just discrimination against their race. Yeah. And in fact, when he, like, opens the door... Uh, to, to Joseph Spells uh, with, you know, the interview room. He's like, I need to find out if you are the type of person that yeah. I represent. Specifically, yeah. did you do this? Did you commit this crime? Right. Or are you right. being accused because you're black? And yes. Yes. and Joseph Spell makes it out to be that he, that is very much what's going on, is that he's only being, he never had sexual relations with Eleanor Struving and he's just like... That woman. Yeah, yeah. Well, I never had sex with that woman. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I never had sexual intercourse with that woman. Uh, <laughs> but the problem is, in this court, um, where, where was it again? I already mentioned the James state, and I Cromwell? forgot it. Connecticut. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. James yeah. Cromwell. Yeah, <laughs> James Cromwell plays the judge Carl Foster, um, who is you know very racist. Doesn't want to have Thurgood Marshall representing this man. And absolutely denies him the ability to speak in court, and so Thurgood Marshall yeah, he's has allowed to act. To counsel. Yeah, he's around. He's around to be yeah. on uh, to consult. Yes, uh, but he 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 doesn't. The judge doesn't want to hear him. If he's gonna say anything, yeah. it's gotta be in notes or in the quietest of whispers. To Sam Friedman, an insurance lawyer and white man. Played by Josh Gad. Uh, to be a little bit more fair to Sam, he's also Jewish. That is and, true. Uh, this is 1941. So, so yeah, that is very fair to point out. Uh, it's sadly also very fair to point out that the movie starts to very strongly focus on Sam Friedman. Like yes, he gets he yeah. gets a lot of the big scenes. And not to say that they're not that they're attempting to draw focus away from Marshall. They're still focusing right. on his his struggles to overcome this racist judge and to to represent yeah. the Joseph Spell, yeah. whom he sadly finds out might have had sexual intercourse with that woman yes yeah it gets very muddled and i do like how sam and um thurgood i like how they go to the scene and they start picking like why would this happen instead of this yeah why would he throw her why would he throw her into the calm waters as opposed to throwing her into the rocky rapids on this side of the bridge right and then also the only stones that are around are little pebbles and she says that he threw stones at her yeah like big boulders like huge rocks to try to kill her so uh, i thought all that was very interesting yeah but uh yes as you said 
Thurgood even just fucking leaves. And, and yeah. then it basically just becomes about Sam Friedman uh, yeah. taking this. The, the, taking the entire case. resolve of this case, you know, Sam is is constructed and, or instructed. And, you know, his whole plan is uh, his closing arguments is constructed by Thurgood. Like, Thurgood yeah. puts everything together for him. He gives him the entire game plan here. And then he has to leave it in Sam's hands to, you yeah. know, to follow through. And it just... And- I don't know, man. Like that that felt a little weird to me because it's like Yeah, definitely. The movie's called Marshall. Um, <laughs> yeah, the movie's called Marshall. He is this obviously this amazing person in history. Yeah, he right? did a lot of firsts, uh made a lot of things happen. Like I feel like the civil rights movement just like he he's kind of like a He's pin. a big name. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of got the ball rolling, I feel like. Yeah. Like uh, he he should be on the Mount Rushmore, even though it's a horrible analogy. He should be on the Mount Rushmore yeah. of the civil rights movement. Right, um, I I agree, and and you know I I I say that because 1941 that's a lot earlier than a lot of people think when it comes to the civil rights movement. Right, because a lot of the major events that we talk about happened in the the late 50s and 60s. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of stuff that we could obviously look to, and we focus on this one trial right. that he was like that he was not able to be as much a part of as he should have been. Yeah. And I think the story of Sam Friedman is an interesting story of how mm-hmm. Marshall got him into it. But right. like right. maybe that could have been act one. And then the rest of it is like the cases that they help worked on together in the future. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. There could have been so much more. They should have chosen a, a lane here. Either make a, an epic yeah. biopic on Thurgood, because there's a lot more than just this one case, or yeah. and, make and a this biopic. Might be a particularly famous case for him. I don't know. Yeah, but... maybe. I don't think so. Like, I feel like if, if, I mean, like maybe it was, maybe it was a big case, yeah. but like, it's not something that I, 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 again, I grew up in a very stupid school. Um, right. we, we covered yeah. very little of this time period because my teacher was very excited to get to Ronald Reagan in the eighties. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta love it. And, uh, there was a lot of focus on JFK, of course, but not much on, on the civil rights movement. I don't think this was a case that was brought up. You know, it's like it definitely wasn't that famous about it. Of, to be discussed. I, I remember in the hearing textbooks. about Sam Friedman, but I don't remember. I, yeah, the, I don't remember Sam. Case. But like, I don't know. Like, it, you either you either do that epic biopic on on Thurgood, or if you're gonna do this movie, this story, you make it about Sam and how yeah. Thurgood, as you said, and brought him into the movement. I feel like this movie was initially called marshall and friedman yeah and somebody along the line was oh we got chadwick boseman he's gonna what is what's gonna sell it oh yeah let's just call it marshall like that's what it feels like to me because he's definitely a main character but sam just feels like the protagonist in fact we start with sam i'm pretty sure we start with sam i'm not sure when well he does they, they, at the very least, in the very remember. beginning, before he meets Thurgood, he is doing some case about accounting and, you know, found some loophole for some rich people. That's what he does. He's an insurance 
Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Um, His brother gets case. Lawyer. Exactly. And he ends up falling in love with the work, which is great and awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just not what I thought this movie was going to be. And so, yeah, it was a little disappointing. Yeah. It was a little, it was a for that little disappointing. And then there's also like two white savior moments with, um, yeah. there's a, a white jury for woman. Um, she's a southerner and, and Marshall, you know, he makes a decision early on. He's like, I want her to be on the jury because she's yeah. going to question things. You know, she might right. be a southern woman, but she has this, this integral instinct to, to just yeah. not, you know, not believe what you want to believe, but to actually look deeper into the meaning of things. Right. And, and also she kind of hated the other lawyer. He saw that she didn't like the way he spoke to her. So he was just like, yeah. I want her. And, you know, she has this moment of... It was Dan Cook, is that right? Oh, Dan no. Stevens. Yeah, Dan Stevens was Dan the other Stevens. lawyer. Uh, Lauren, playing yeah. Lauren Willis. Like the Beast from the live-action Beauty and the yeah. Beast remake. <laughs> That's the thing. I didn't recognize him up. either. Uh, more the, people will probably know him as Matthew Crawley from Downton Abbey. Oh, that's Just, fair. That's uh, fair. Or, or, um, I haven't watched that. Fucking Xavier's kid in Legion. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch that either. Oh, I think I might have just spoiled Legion. Oops. Um. <laughs> but no, like she has this that that forewoman that that jury forewoman. She has a moment of like, it's not really white saviorism, but like you know, she stands up and and declares you know this black man free of charges, and then also the judge himself, James Cromwell has a moment where you know dan stevens stands up the opposing lawyer and he's just like you need to scratch that statement from the record and and james cromwell is so moved by the the statement that he's just like no we're gonna leave this one in and it's just like i get it like it definitely happened like it was a a moment a moment that happened and you can't really change it because like obviously he's the judge he has to make these kind of statements but it definitely just right. felt like a, a white savior moment where it's just like this cruel, hardened man is finally softened by the brutality that he's witnessed or that he's heard about. And, you know, finally right. his his cold heart melts and he's just like, no, I'm going to save him. Like, it just felt so off for yeah. this for the, for this movie about a man with this kind like, of a legacy. Just right. fell off. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, definitely. Because there's cases that he ruled over that yeah. i would have yeah. rather have seen yeah exactly um, compare and contrast yeah as you said yeah. this is like a first yeah, act that would actually be great yeah yeah make this it is a come first full act. circle like, you see a bad he judge to, he's got to do a similar a similar case uh and maybe the guy wasn't innocent like spell was and you know he had to be the impartial person and yeah that would have been really interesting that there's a better story to have been had out of this that's for sure yes i agree uh so closing statements i i feel are in order indeed you know yeah i guess i was disappointed i don't think it's a bad movie i just think it needs a different title It, it was misleading I give it a full face, and I do think, you know, it's worth watching if you want to learn something. I don't know. There's not that much information in it, honestly. Yeah. But if you want to learn about Sam Friedman, this is a place to go. Oh, right. <laughs> the movie Marshall. <laughs> learn about Sam Friedman. <laughs> I give it two and a half. It's two and a half stars. It's fine. 
it's it, it does the job of what it was you know it, 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 i don't yeah. think it was trying to be a huge biopic it was my fault for walking into thinking i was gonna get a huge biopic it, it is also only like an hour and 40 so you know or I, oh gosh it's actually an hour and 58 all right it's pushing it it's pushing it with two hours it could have been much <laughs> much shorter it felt it yeah, felt much shorter the the with the focus that they put on it yeah right it, it did actually it felt pretty short it did but but i will say chadwick boseman good acting josh gad yeah. good acting like yeah definitely. I, I normally can't stand josh gad not I his fault he's good when he yeah. can when he's in a dramatic role mm-hmm. I, I think he can, can do it and there's sometimes where i enjoy his humor in an ensemble he also is in the live action beauty and the beast movie oh yeah he was lefou yeah what the fuck we had a reunion here and we didn't even know it. Or maybe it was before. That's hilarious. Wait, I yeah, can't remember. It might have been came out. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? That had but a no, lot it's... of effects in it though, so it probably took longer to make. <laughs> but no, that's that's uh that's Marshall. You yep. know, it's fine. You check it out if you want, and, but I don't yeah, think it's the movie for you. It's not a high on my recommendation list, that's for sure. This next one though. Uh, so this next one, though, indeed. And you know what? It was also about the same length, and it yeah. felt much longer. I'm just going to yeah. say that up front. And should we? Let's take a Spoda prop break, and, uh, and we'll come back, and we'll talk Rustin. I love you. If I were to ever have a weird owl cover, that would be what I would try to do. Is I've been working on this for a long time. <laughs> Cut all of that. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to the couch, potatoes. Whoop, whoop. Oh, that's your thing. Um, we're anyhow, starting over, all over. We're, we're, let's talk about Marshall again. Attempt number time. three, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Let's talk about Rustin. So, uh, Bayard Rustin, he is an activist. For the civil rights movement uh he is also openly queer and uh that makes it hard for him and the NAACP because people don't like him because of that yeah particularly uh roy wilkins who i believe was the president at the time i think uh, so and <clears throat> that's played by chris rock yeah and yeah much older looking Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much of that's makeup or if he's really gone that gray. Of course. Uh, and Rustin, of course, is played by Coleman Domingo. Oh, um, thank you. Very, yeah. a wonderful job. Yeah. Uh, Nominated for, for Academy Award for Best Actor. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> one interesting thing about Bayard is that when they were doing the bus sit-ins, he was... Uh, pulled off the bus by uh, a white policeman obviously mm-hmm. and they smashed the side of his face with a uh you know billy club and so he proudly sported missing teeth on the side of his face as basically like a war scar for this the, yeah. for his his um passive uh protest so anyhow he gets paired with Martin Luther King, you know, and Martin Luther King's getting a lot of buzz behind him for, for the movement. 
And uh, so he's like organizing things for Martin Luther King. And something comes out about maybe they're in a relationship or something yeah. like that. So he hands his resignation into Martin Luther King, expecting them not to accept it, but they do. <laughs> and this the story is mostly about him coming back and having this idea. Not not actually he doesn't just come back to the NAACP. They actually uh, come together after his idea gets big enough. Yeah, he kind of forces his foot in the door. Yes, yes. He wants to march over 100,000 people, I believe it was 100,000 people at first, uh, to the Lincoln Memorial, uh, well, at least on Washington, D.C., for two days. Yeah. So he's using these students and everything to get this going, and finally it comes back around to... The NAACP is going to get involved no matter what. And there's talk about taking him out of the leadership position yeah. for this. He, his allies convince otherwise. And, of course, the march happens. But he is kind of the unsung hero to what people equate as Martin Luther King's biggest event. Yeah, his his I have a king speech, or I have a dream speech. Yes. Yes, I have a king. I have a king. Uh. (laughs) But yeah, no, like it it, is very important to note that because you know history, you know, at least when you know when we're taught that big moment when we watch the speech, like I I have seen that speech so many times, and every time, obviously, I'm focusing on on Martin Luther. It was his. It was Martin Luther King. It was his event. His you know his big moment. Never have I realized that right behind him to the left, if you if you just watch that speech, there's Bayard Rustin, the organizer of a lot yeah. of things, a lot of these big moments, yeah. very rarely talked about in, in history class, I feel like, at least in my history class. Yeah, I, I honestly, until it came out, I was like, oh, yeah. really? And, and I did uh, a little bit of preliminary search. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's like involved in the whole thing. Yeah, never um, didn't know this name. Sadly, it's very very upsetting. It yeah, is important to say yeah. this um, this movie is produced by Higher Ground, the Obama um, production company. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. So you know, again, I am fascinated with how Barack and Michelle have been spending post presidency. Yeah. I love it. I am too. They bring yeah, they bring I, such I, good I, things so far in regards to their entertainment. It's like it's always been I educational mean, and great. Waffle and mochi, Come educational, on. dude. I'm not kidding. Like I, <laughs> we love waffle and mochi. We I do. I do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like the the stuff that's coming out of higher ground is it's not only educational, it's entertaining it's shit. Like, yeah, and this is this is a great up. movie. Like up front like yeah. coleman domingo i sent you a, a, a clip as i was watching this movie because i was blown away he was amazing yeah. in this role we've talked yeah, about him before really on uh ma rainey's black bottom he was one of the the right. band members in yes. that amazing actor there we we loved him in that movie too but he's yeah. phenomenal he just here blew it up you know i i think the guy who played his uh main advocate i think it was michael potts but i'm not sure i think he was also one of the band members though the guy who played Cleve robinson no 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 that guy's the jamaican born guy who am i thinking of okay no it was was. turman 
as a Philip Randolph, though. And but but Michael think, Potts was also in Ma Rainey's. Oh, was he? He was, was one of the band members. Glenn, what about Glenn Turman? Oh my God! Are we just realizing everybody was in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> he Uh-oh. was in Ma Rainey's. He was Toledo. Was? Glenn Turman was Toledo. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's the guy who got Everybody. killed. Everybody. Yeah. This whole movie, it's all the same people. It's beautiful. It's all the same That's people. probably well, why he fucking loved us so much. King Jr., by the way. Yeah. Because we, we are already in love with the whole cast. All they were missing was Chadwick Boseman. He was in the other movie. He was in the other movie. That's the problem. <laughs> no, that's that's the thing. It's just like, it's, it's the same situation, though, with... with Marsha, where I was so focused on Chadwick Boseman, I missed Kate Hudson and and Dan Stevens. Same yeah. thing here. Yeah. So focused on Colin Domingo, I missed here. everyone. It's yeah. appropriate here because you're focused on the title character. It is true. Yeah, you're focused on Rustin because Coleman Domingo is just fucking stealing every yes, scene. He was amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. One person I specifically uh, I didn't say, notice. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I do want to say before we get too far in that Martin Luther King Jr. was played by Emil Amin. Yes, yeah. And pretty good, too. I've seen, um, you know, there's been so many different Martin Luther King's um, oh, yeah. you know, adaptations yeah. of, of this great man. Um, and I really liked Emil. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce the first name. Amil? Amil I, I, I think it's Amil. Amil? It might be Amil. Amil Amin. Um, apologies, very sorry. I should have looked that up beforehand. Um, but it is a very good Martin Luther. It's very... Quiet again. It's it's similar to Chadwick Boseman's performance and and Marshall. It's very quiet and pronounced. You get a lot more internalized acting as opposed to these emotional outbursts. Um, and his right, speech, right. you get they the big moments of the speech. On, yeah, yeah. They don't focus on the speeches too much. No, yeah. But they they do. Of course, you hear him say, "I have a dream." Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and, and I will say, like this movie, like it was immediate. Like once I finished watching, I was like, "Now I gotta watch the speech." It's a good speech. It was a damn good speech. It's a good speech. Like, yeah. And I also watched like I, I basically ended up just watching like thirty of the best speeches in history that's been recorded because I was just like, ah, oh, I, I I love nice. hearing a good speech. Like there's something about listening to the, like to an eloquent speaker, um, and and very few are as good as Martin Luther King. Like, yeah. I, I don't care what people say. I know people shit on Barack Obama for his, his his slow speaking. I love listening to that man to give a speech. Like his speeches were great. I love. I thought I he love was Barack. a pretty decent speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Martin Luther King just. Oh yeah, Martin's better. No doubt about it. But I uh, really did appreciate Amin's performance. Yeah. Because uh, it, it felt like a real person. And I yeah, feel like yeah. in a lot of the performances of Martin Luther King, because he has these high rhetoric moments, yeah. he feels more like a hero. It was very similar to, to the Selma um Selma performance. Yes. Yeah. By uh uh who was that actor? I can't remember his name right now. Oh I, uh, I David Oyelowo. David Oyelowo. That was David Oyelowo? Yeah. Yeah, in Selma. Okay. Very similar to that, where it's very, very, and you know, internalized acting, very good. Yeah. David, sorry, sorry, I'm yelling. I mean, David Oyelowo is great. Oh, Martin yeah. Luther King Jr. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like it was obviously he was the main character. In that yeah. Well. To Amin's credit, um, yeah, he has to go up against Coleman Domingo, who is delivering. Yes. Like I went into this movie, I okay, I saw the the nominations for best actor. Right. 
And this was this one and Jeffrey Wright were one of the ones that I had not seen. I was just like, all right, I got to immediately watch those. But obviously, I was like, Killian Murphy's definitely going to win, though. I mean, come on. You know, Oppenheimer was great. <laughs> I really do think Coleman Domingo gives him a run for his money here. Like, I know yeah, he's, I know. I mean, this was really good. I didn't see Oppenheimer, so I can't, yeah. I can't speak to that. This was definitely the best performance I saw from 2013, 23, rather. That's fair. 10 no, years behind. <laughs> but no, looking at all the other award shows, it's almost certainly still going to be Killian Murphy. But I really do think you mentioned that Jeffrey Wright, though, and he I is do. In this as well. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright is also nominated for Best Actor in American Fiction. But I did not recognize him here because he plays Adam no. Clayton Powell Jr., who is yeah. um, he is a, a representative. I can't remember, representative or a senator who does not like Coleman, uh, Bayard Rustin specifically because Bayard is gay and because of something that happened yeah. in Bayard's past that um he he got arrested for sodomy exactly yeah and and yeah. and Powell kind of wants to spread that he wants that to be news he wants it to to ruin this man yeah. so that he can't ruin this big moment cuz that's what everybody's afraid yeah. of everybody's yeah. afraid but that but it also that... when when it comes down to it everybody in the room is like no pal yeah exactly which is a great scene it's really good scene i love that scene Uh, i mean jeffrey wright was great in it it was so crazy when uh, i got to the end and the credits were rolling and i saw jeffrey wright's name and i was like well who the fuck did he play and then i looked it up (laughs) on wikipedia and i was just like oh my god he was the he was that guy i was like Fuck, the, the makeup job is great. Like, oh, they yeah. did a great yeah. job on, on costume and makeup. Like and the acting, of course. Yeah. Like, everybody disappears into these roles. They do such a damn good job. It really is just good acting all around. Like, I really do uh, appreciate it for that. But yeah, I did not recognize Jeffrey Wright. I was just no. shocked. I even looked up photos afterwards. And I was like, yeah, I can see it. But th- they did a damn good costume and makeup <laughs> job on this movie. Job. It, it is the most mo- i did recognize him uh right away i do have that old led screen tv though I, and <laughs> <laughs> just a little oh brag. My God. Um, <laughs> but anyhow i did recognize him and i was like man this is the most drastic difference i've ever seen in jeffrey white right yeah. appearance i still have yet I, to see american fiction but it's one that i'm, I'm i do want to see that I'm waiting for it to. It might be streaming now. Maybe actually, I gotta look into it. I but. think. Uh, I think the guy who played uh, Spell plays his brother in that. Uh, that was initially what we were going to watch instead of Marshall. We were going to have Rustin versus American Fiction. Um, right. But at the time of us when we were watching it, it was not available streaming, and and we right. did not have the ability to go see it in the theater. Sadly, so. Yeah, might be streaming now. We will have to look into it because I really want to watch it. Um, you should. I would love to. But yeah, I, I closing statements on Rustin. If you're ready, I think I'm ready. Yeah, sure, sure. I unless there's a favorite moment you want to talk about. My favorite moment was when he the 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 one scene that I I sent to you because it was the scene that I was really just blown away by Coleman's performance and it was um they had just watched. The police um, hose yeah. activists outside of oh, of yeah. uh, restaurants and everything. You know, they were peaceful activists. They were protesting, very not doing any kind of 
um, violence whatsoever. And the police, yeah. you know, very televised event of them hosing these poor people. And yeah. Bayard, uh, Rustin, when he's and watching it. And set dogs on him, too. Yeah, and set dogs on him and everything. Yeah, it's so. awful. Um, but Rustin, you know, he's watching it with two of his uh, employers who are um, white men. And that, one yeah. of... Th- at the time, he's working at... Uh, there again, it's uh, uh, to stop the A-bomb. It's uh, uh, the, they want to disband the bomb. Gotcha. Uh, to ban the bomb. That's what gotcha yeah and he's watching this moment with with them and one of the men uh says how dare king send those poor black kids down there to get attacked like that like he knew what was going to happen and rustin turned on him he's just like the first words out of your mouth after you see this horrific event is to blame king and not to blame the white men with the fucking hoses like, yeah, they're the ones yeah, who did real. this, who released the dogs and everything. And it is such a damn good scene. Like, his, he has this yeah. small little monologue um, that just, it, it fucking blew me away. It was such a good performance that I was just like, yeah. that's when I was just like completely wowed by his, that was my favorite scene. That was the, the most yeah. wowing and jarring moment. The him, I believe it ends with him saying, I am walking away before something happens that we all regret or something like that it, yeah he he uh, mentions that um he said when he goes to a black church you know what he sees and the singing and the celebration and everything is is unrepressed rage and, and he yeah. says and before i say something and i'm gonna regret later i'm gonna walk out of here and come sunday i'm going to church and it's yep. just it's the way he delivers. I did obviously a horrible job at right, that line. Right. right. The yeah. way he delivers it, like That's I was amazing. just like, as I was watching, I had chills. I was just like, "Fuck, what a great scene!" Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I really liked honestly the the ending scene. Uh, that really humble moment where uh, uh, Martin Luther King and the rest of the leaders are being ushered into the white house to talk yeah. to jfk and he he says that he's going to you know yeah. pick up the trash and uh you kind of joked about yeah <laughs> when we were chris off Rock's line yeah. here but chris rocks like you are much more important to the movement than yeah. a, a simple trash collector and he says uh this being bayard says shame on you Mama Rustin always said that there is no man better than another man, or something yeah, like that. Something like that. It's, it's uh, a, it uh, is a good moment. Or, I, or it's something about trash collectors. Like, yeah, you know they. They're well, he made a, care of people. Yeah, he made a, a a promise or something to to Chris Rock's character Roy Wilkins that he would just collect the trash afterwards. He's like, "You're not going to get me off of this march." He's like, "I'm going to commit. I'm going to make this march happen, even if I'm just a trash collector or whatever." And right. it, it is a good turnaround moment, but it's just the, Chris Rock's delivery of that line just felt <laughs> so bad. Like he he was great throughout the whole movie. He he yeah. he is the yeah. he is a obstacle of Bayard's it's throughout the main antagonist. The entire, yeah, until, thank you. Until yeah. uh, they th- he flips over and is like, okay, I gotta help with this movement. Right, and, but like with he he is fighting him. Part. He is fighting him the whole way because he doesn't want. Um, rustin's homosexuality to affect the movement and 
you know, as as Rustin and Martin Luther King remind him, you know, we're in this movement for the entirety of our people, not just for the ones that you want to pick and choose. You know, th- th- we are all equal. We are not all equal but the gays. Like, that's not, that's not the movement they were fighting for. And it is a great, um, it is a great scene, but it's just like, the joke I made off, off mic was that it really just felt like he, he was just like, guys, I've been a dick to this character the whole movie. Can I just say something nice for once? Like, I just want to, I just want to say one nice thing. And it, it, it just felt like such a weird delivery. Like, it just felt so out of character for Roy Wilkins up to that moment that I was just like. I, I can imagine him saying something nice, but it still would have felt like a right. a, a backhand. You know, it would have been like one of those right. kind of compliments. There should have been there should have been that yeah that little bit of bite to it because yeah. that's at least the the character that they were presenting for Roy Wilkins. Up yeah, to that point. it really just felt like Chris Rock was just like I just want to be good to this this historical figure <laughs> once in this room. Please, please, can I just can we just have him say something nice? <laughs> uh. <laughs> but no closing arguments i really liked it a lot the the performance is amazing by everybody yeah. um even chris rocket i mean i i just joked about it but yeah. like he, he was great everybody does a good job um it's it's fucking phenomenal man like and and i really appreciated the the message on homosexuality as well because i feel like that's something that kind of gets lost in in this whole time period even though it was still a, a very prominent thing that was happening, there was still it was. But, but some gay rights things were happening at, exactly. at the same time. For example, yeah. sodomy uh, got knocked out of being federally illegal, anyways. I yeah. think around uh, in the sixties, sometime. I feel like it's it's important to to remember this kind of a figure that that history. I feel like often overlooks you know the people who organize these big events the people who who write the speeches i mean often um you know like i'm fairly certain martin luther wrote that speech i know that abe lincoln wrote his speeches but there's a lot of big speeches out there that were written by other people not the speech deliverer that the speech deliverer came in and made some changes but it's just like it's important to remember these people who who were were themselves important for these big movements and and i feel like bayard rustin was one i think this movie did a great job on you know delivering this legacy uh so i give it four and a half stars out of five holy shit yeah yeah it's a it's a fucking good movie i recommend it to anybody it's very uplifting and the yeah the performances are just amazing particularly domingo just just fucking awesome yeah. And uh, yeah, he he delers, deserves the accolade as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, I'm rooting for him. I haven't seen the other performances. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I, I think it's great though that it's like I was pulling up. We're pulling up all these images of these men, and I'm just like, yeah, he was in Marines, and I'm like, he was too. He played that character. Did not recognize him in this movie, and I feel like I need to. We need to give a shout out to the makeup and who are these guys? I gotta find them in here. Oh yeah, it, it was awesome. Um, yeah, especially Jeffrey Wright, because like you did not recognize Jeffrey Wright. I I found they were they were recognized for an outstanding costume design, or they were nominated. I mean, and the name is Tony Leslie James for outstanding hairstyle and makeup. Melissa Forney and Beverly Joe Pryor. Like okay, well, cool. They could get that. 
won as well, as far as I'm concerned. They were not Academy Awards. Those were just other awards that oh, I found just, that they were yeah, nominated okay, for. Gotcha. They did not get recognition at the Academy Awards, aside from Coma Domingo. I give it a face and a half. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> uh, well. Oh, Lenny Kravitz did a song for it, too. We forgot to mention Lenny that. Lenny Kravitz? Yeah. That, really? I think it was like the opening song. I can't remember if it was the opening song or the ending. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. He, he's the, the Milky Way guy, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've seen that, right? <laughs> no. I can't even think of the actual lyrics anymore, but they take one of his songs and one of the rhymes he uses is Milky Way, and so they change the entire lyrics, so it's all about Milky Way. (laughs) I don't know what this is. It's It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I'm laughing too hard to even think of what any Lady Kravitz things I know, and I know a lot. You've completely blown my brain out. <laughs> He's the Milky Way guy. <laughs> That's the show, everybody. Out of context, yeah, it's really, really fly away, fly away. They turn fly, they take fly away and change every ending lyric to Milky Way, and it's. I just found something so. else. That's hilarious. George C. Wolf, the director of Rustin. You yeah. want to guess what else he did? Directed. <laughs> what? Ma Rainey's Black Box. <laughs> <laughs> We're so good at this show. We're fabulous, <laughs> man. Great job, All George right, Seawolf. You're you're an incredible director, and I'm very excited for what else you do. Is because he the he... George that we're talking? He's the George we've been talking to. George, come on. George, uh, yeah, we only know George's first name. If it's George Seawolf, if you've been listening and you haven't been subscribing to our patreoncom slash faceless how dare you? <laughs> I'm the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Uh, make sure to keep your minds open to uh, learning about things of our past, uh, especially things that people try to sweep under the rug. Yes. Uh, so here we are signing off. Safe travels and good night.